topic ten of fourth paper of twentieth century negro literature this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org twentieth century negro literature topic ten fourth paper by mrs c c petty what role is the educated negro woman to play in the uplifting of her race mrs sarah dudley petty the brilliant and accomplished wife of the late bishop charles calvin petty a m d d was born in the historic city of new Bern, north carolina she is the daughter of hon e r and caroline e dudley her father is a gentleman of great prominence he was a member of the general assembly of north carolina during the reconstruction period and has held important local state and national positions and his services are now in great demand as a political orator and editor her mother the lamented mrs caroline e dudley was a lady of refinement and of natural gifts from environments contact and association at home mrs bishop petty always had the instruction and advice of intelligent parents at the age of six she could read and write she entered the graded school of her native city and after finishing her course she entered the state normal school and remained three years then she entered the famous scotia seminary at concord north carolina from which institution she graduated with distinction june eighteen eighty three in addition to her inherited gifts mrs petty is a woman of great acquired ability she reads the classics well has a taste for the higher mathematics she is a student of current events and a close observer of human nature upon graduating at scotia seminary she was in october of the same year tendered the position as second assistant in the new Bern graded school next year she was promoted to vice-principal which position she held with credit and honor until she was married for two successive summers she taught in the craven county teachers institute as a teacher she was able brilliant and magnetic popular with her associates she was loved and honored by her pupils she ruled with kindness and love and punished with a flash of her eye well versed in the theory and practice of teaching she soon won the sobriquet model teacher she is a gifted musician and for several years was the organist for one of the most prominent churches in her native city on the morning of september nineteenth eighteen eighty nine she was married to bishop charles calvin petty a m d d immediately after her marriage she became the private secretary of her husband and with him travelled extensively in the united states canada mexico great britain and continental europe she is an able writer and eloquent speaker for several years she has been general secretary of the woman's home and foreign missionary society of the a m e zion church as wife mother and christian worker sarah dudley petty is a model woman endeavoring to lead men and women upward and heavenward woman's part in the consummation of any project which has to do with the elevation of mankind is of paramount importance with her influence eliminated or her work minimized failure is inevitable this is true regardless of race or nationality 
in the civilization and enlightenment of the negro race its educated women must be the potent factors the difficulties that the negro must labor under in his effort to rise are manifold and peculiar the critics of the negro have assaulted him at the most vital point viz character in their onslaught they have assailed the morals of the entire race to meet this criticism the negro must establish a character of high morals which will stand out so conspicuously that even his bitterest foe will acknowledge its reality in establishing this our women must lead it must be understood that their virtue is as sacred and as inviolate as the laws of the eternal verities they must not compromise even with an apparent virtuous sentiment it must be real nothing great is accomplished without the shedding of blood to convince the world of the virtue of the negro race negro blood must be shed freely our young women must be taught that gorgeous dress and fine paraphernalia don't make a woman they should dress modestly becomingly and economically she is a true woman whose honour must not be insulted who though poorly paid pursues her honest labour for bread and would scorn the obtaining of a livelihood any other way regardless of the magnitude of the inducement the foundation for this high sentiment finds its initiative in the home home life is the citadel and bulwark of every race's moral life the ruler of home is mother a faithful virtuous and intelligent motherhood will elevate any people the impressive mother follows her children to the grave when her form is changed and her physical existence extinct the footprints of her noble and pious life live long after her womanhood and manhood begin in the cradle and around the fireside mother's knee is truly the family altar true patriotism obedience and respect for law both divine and civil the love and yearning for the pure the sublime and the good all emanate from mother's personality if mother be good all the vices and shortcomings of father will fail to lead the children astray but if mother is not what she should be all of the holy influences of angels cannot save the children i would urge then as the first prerequisite for our work a pure pious and devoted motherhood secondly a firm stand for right and truth in all things woman's power is her love this pure flame lights up all around her her wishes and desires men love to satisfy there are many things in society politics and religion that ambitious men would seek to obtain by all hazards but when woman takes her stand against these things she invariably wins our first stand must be for intelligence no woman of to-day who is thirty years of age has the right to be queen of a home unless she is intelligent in this advanced day to rear up a family by an illiterate woman might well be considered a crime as a race if we would possess the intelligence desired our children must be kept in school and not allowed to roam idly through the streets when the schoolhouse is open since in most of the southern states countless numbers of our people have been disenfranchised our educated women should institute a movement which will bring about compulsory education and a general reform in the educational system of the south we need better schools and a higher standard of education for the masses in our homes wholesome literature periodicals papers and books must be had 
mother must be acquainted with these herself she introduces the little ones to them by the story form this catchy method soon engrosses their attention and they become wrapped up in them great care must be exercised in the selection of reading matter for our girls nothing is more hurtful than obscene literature when our homes become intelligent we shall have intelligent statesmen ministers and doctors in fact the whole regime that leads will be intelligent in public affairs woman has her share she must speak through husband son father brother and lover men go from home into the world to execute what woman has decreed an educated wife formulates the political opinion of husband and son and though she may remain at home on election day her views and opinions will find expression in the ballots of the male members of her household the same thing is true in the church i shall not dictate what woman should do here or limit her sphere of activity but this i know she can with propriety in her auxiliary work to the church she can become a mighty power woman's missionary societies christian endeavor societies sabbath school work etc afford a broad field of labor for our educated women her activity in all things pertaining to racial advancement will be the motive power in establishing firmly and intelligently an enlightened racial existence thirdly the educated negro woman must take her stand among the best and most enlightened women of all races and in so doing she must seek to be herself imitate no one when the imitation destroys the personal identity not only in dress are we imitative to the extreme but in manners and customs when our boys and girls become redeemed from these evils a great deal will have been accomplished in the elevation of our race there are some noble women among other races whom we may imitate in virtue morality and deportment those women come not from the giddy and gay streets of london paris or new york but such women as queen victoria helen gould francis willard and others these women have elevated society given tone and character to governments and other institutions they ornamented the church and blessed humanity i can say with pride just here that we have many noble women in our own race whose lives and labors are worthy of emulation among them we find francis watkins harper sojourner truth phyllis wheatley ida wells barnett and others our educated women should organize councils federations literary organizations societies of social purity and the like these would serve as great mediums in reaching the masses i cannot refrain from mentioning public or street decorum here woman as she glides through the busy and crowded thoroughfares of our great cities is eyed and watched by every one it is here that she impresses the world of her real worth she can by her own acts surround herself with a wall of protection that the most vicious character would not dare attempt to scale or she can make it appear otherwise beware then mothers accompany your daughters as often as possible in public in this advanced stage if the negro would scale the delectable heights already attained by more highly favored races our women must unite in their endeavors to uplift the masses with concentration of thought and unity of action all things are possible these can effect victories when formidable armies and navies fail the role that the educated negro woman must play in the elevation of her race is of vital importance there is no sphere into which your activities do not go gather then your forces elevate yourself to some lofty height where you can behold the needs of your race adorn yourself with the habiliments of a successful warrior 
raise your voice for god and justice leave no stone unturned in your endeavour to rout the forces of all opposition there is no height so elevated but what your influence can climb no depth so low but what your virtuous touch can purify however dark and foreboding the cloud may be the effulgent rays from your faithful and consecrated personality will dispel and ere long ethiopia's sons and daughters led by pious educated women will be elevated among the enlightened races of the world end of topic ten fourth paper